0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 291 with our review of Transcendence. I'm Chris Schnasey.
1: <coughs> I'm Garza Batry. And I'm Steven Miller.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue of the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. And this week, we are all transcending with this review. And you know, this, this is normally part of the show where I would mess up whether it's day or night and ask you guys how you're doing, but instead, I'm going to ask you one question very important question. Carson, can you prove that you are self-aware?
2: I, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> well, that's an interesting cra- question, Chris. Uh, can you prove that you are?
0: <laughs> Touché, Steven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boom. Oh, Apparently, okay. None of these people have heard of the Turing test, by the way. <laughs> there's, a, there's a somewhat rigorous proof of whether we would call something self-aware. Yeah. They make an homage to it at one point, actually, but they don't actually do it.
2: Uh, Those bastards. Yeah. Um,
0: but, uh, yeah, how are you doing this morning, guys?
2: Uh, good. It's fitting that we're reviewing this movie on Easter Sunday because, uh, just like Christ himself, Johnny Depp dies and gets resurrected <laughs> a couple days later, uh, <laughs> this time in a computer
1: that's so, really beautiful. I wonder if they timed that on purpose
2: <laughs> with the release of this movie. Yeah, it is a marketing thing.
0: So, it might.
2: So, yeah. They, you yeah, know, so, they're trying to trying to punch out Heaven is for real in so, the box so the, office.
0: So the real question, are nanobots the holy spirit?
2: I think uh, so. I mean, he's making blind people see. That's true, yeah. <laughs> he's making people stronger. I mean, after all that killing he did as a child, he's got to, you know, make up for it somehow. <laughs> so call back yeah. to
0: the Noah uh, movie if anybody <laughs> yeah. is Yeah, curious. anyone who
1: listened to the Noah episode knows that apparently Jesus killed people
2: as a child. Yeah. That in Carson In the infancy of Thomas uh in the fan fiction section
1: <laughs> yes. of the Bible. <laughs> um, yeah, one one of those fanfic Gospel of
2: Judas or whatever <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Gospel of Judas. <laughs> uh,
0: no that's gospel, a book I'd read.
2: Gospel of Bella or something, you know.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh Actually, it it would be interesting to have somebody write, like, an essay about how uh, the the crossover for Transcendence and, and, you know, the life of Jesus Christ.
1: You could probably get not very far. A little far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say you could get a little far.
2: I think you could find some... uh,
1: some... He he comes to change the world. People misunderstand him. Yeah. I think when he starts, you know, uh, minerals flying out of the ground getting into attack mode and controlling people's minds and stuff. I don't know. Was that a spoiler?
0: <laughs> well, no, I I just think that maybe that's <laughs> I don't just think so. you know, maybe maybe that's just uh, a a interpretation of revelation.
2: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> you know, th- this film covers a lot of time. You know, like the the time frame is not our normal human time. It's like nano time. So, mm. you know, th- these machines process much faster than we can experience the world. So, yes. theoretically, it's like a whole expanse of time. Um, but yeah, all that kind of stuff. But see, the thing is, I think you can make enough parallels that you could, uh, gloss over the non-parallels, and you probably get a good chunk of time where you could focus on, like, the four things that cross over. No,
1: I, I could make enough parallels to get, like, an article on Christianity Today, probably. But. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could do a five-page M-O-A-S-A. Yeah. I could you, you
0: could. write that, uh, article in Visual Basic?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, write it. <laughs> Use a, a GUI in Visual Basic to track the IP address. <laughs>
0: Oh man! So yeah, we are here. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was very excited to see this movie, Transcendence. Probably one of my most anticipated films of the year. Uh, do any of you guys e- echo that?
2: I I was I thought it looked
1: okay. <laughs> I, I I was in between. I, as with many movies, like Her, for instance, that deal with a subject matter which is fairly close to my heart be maybe heart is the wrong word fairly close to my occupation (laughs) Um, (laughs) are you saying your heart isn't in your work you're saying you didn't have a heart that's what you're oh yeah no i don't if i only had a heart but things that deal with artificial intelligence my expectation of how well they will handle it is extremely low so with any movie including this before reviews came in i still had like a pretty good option in my mind that this could be really hokey uh so I, I was a little excited i thought visually it looked like it would be pretty cool yeah uh, but definitely i was getting ready to groan and <laughs> shake my head and adjust your glasses all yeah adjust my monocle all the yes. stuff that i do in the movie theater when... <laughs> your, your, your google glass is uh, yeah yeah my google monocle no it's the new thing you, uh. you wouldn't know about it just early adopters here in the bay area mm. damn it
0: I miss out S- on everything. Some
2: inside stuff right here.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Well I guess I was semi alone in being very excited for this film. I was uh, moderately excited. Yeah.
2: Somewhat. Yeah, uh, I I would say I was moderately excited as well.
1: I'd say my excitement started to go down as the early reviews poured in <laughs> a few days ago.
0: Yeah. I, I, I was I, I you know, I had hoped against hope, if that's the correct phrase, that uh that, you know, Carson like sent me a text and was like, Oh yeah, you know, transcendence is, is rocking a sweet twelve percent on rotten tomatoes. I think since then it's actually gone up to like seventeen percent or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's gone up a little bit. I think it's um, at nineteen
2: percent now.
0: But oh there we go, it's getting better. Uh so I was I was scared but I was hoping that everybody else was crazy. <laughs> and that I like I was I was very excited to uh attempt to try to defend this against you two. It um, is
2: at a twenty percent right now Dude, it's going up even more. Man. Yeah, I know it's singularity is coming. Yeah. <laughs> to transcend. He, he's rising. <laughs> yeah, so the
0: uh the Johnny Depp is taking over the actual reviewers and forcing them to uh to, rewrite to their in. reviews.
1: Yes. Including us. So let's see, maybe we'll, maybe we'll contribute to that twenty maybe we'll bump that up
2: to a cool twenty one before Of course, before yeah. My blurbs go. are always featured mm-hmm. on Rotten well, Tomatoes.
0: Well, I don't know about you guys, but I am currently sitting inside a copper mesh field. <laughs> so, uh, my review will be unchanged and unaffected by nanobot technology. Beautiful.
2: Good. Beautiful. You're That's, uh, Your, your uh, opinion of the film won't be changed midway. Correct. By uh, outside pretty, source.
1: Pre- pretty amazing that we're recording this <laughs> with you being completely off the grid. Well, yeah, how is that possible? I, I'm, I'm completely
0: off the grid wirelessly, but I have uh, a laser beam that shoots out my window to a connection across the street so that my Naturally. laptop itself has mm-hmm. access to the grid but i am impervious to uh mm. you know uh, wi-fi waves
1: i'm just wearing a tinfoil hat I don't know all this <laughs> new fangled, well that new that's angled
0: stuff that's your uh standard procedure anyways right
2: yeah i work for mel gibson so
0: <laughs> all right well what do you say we get into this review guys yep all right we are going to take a listen to the trailer for transcendence and then come back and give you all our review the path to building superintelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. Intelligent machines will soon allow us to conquer our most intractable challenges. To develop new methods for the early detection of cancer. To build a better future for all of us. Simply put, to save lives. Once online, it's analytical power will be greater than the collective intelligence of every person born in the history of the world.
1: Professor? What
0: did you do? Take out the course. Revolutionary independence from technology, Rift. They hit AI labs all over the country. You're determined to stop any attempt at what you call transcendence. We're looking at five weeks before a system shuts down. When I'm
2: gone, keep moving forward. I
1: don't want let you go. We can upload his consciousness. We can save him.
0: Not like this.
1: If we missed anything, how will you know who you're dealing with?
2: Well, oh my
0: God. It's like my mind has been set free. free i'm gonna need to expand. i need more power get him alive this is no will shut it down
1: shut it's him. it down it's him
2: where are you going everywhere your friends they
0: don't know the danger if she connects to the internet the first thing it'll do is copy itself and then there is no taking it down the real will die whatever it is There's building an army out there what is this it's evolution. This isn't evolution. It's an abomination. What the hell's happening? I'm able to fix them. This has gone too far. We'll stop it. I don't understand. I don't understand. This is the future. This is not our future. You're not here with me. You've changed. Have you fallen out of love with me? No. Have you? If we don't stop him,
1: will be the end of mankind as we know
0: it. Okay, so that was the trailer for Transcendence. This is the story of, you know, this guy who is trying to change the world with his, uh, you know, technology and come up with a way to create super intelligent uh, computers that can do, like, anything in the world because they're smarter than all the minds that have ever existed in the history of the world or whatever the line is from the trailer. Um well uh so there's an organization called Rift, which is the a group that is known as Revolutionary Independence from technology and they don 't like this idea of him trying to you know create this transcendent uh, AI and they uh, well, they take him out and his wife you know doesn't want him to be dead, so figures out a way to upload his consciousness to a computer and uh, when that happens, you know that computer wants to expand and gain more intelligence more computing power and the film progresses from there Carson what did you think of this film
2: you know it's a uh, it is like her but you know less cute more creepy yes yes less melancholy music you know when you're uh when your partner can uh see if you're ovulating or not that's when it gets a little weird you know that's when you're like i think i should stop uh, being married to my computer husband but uh Anyway, I think Transcendence <laughs> is, uh, uh, well, one thing, it's a movie, that's for sure. We can um, all agree on that. Yes, <laughs> I think we can all agree it's a movie. Um, I don't think it's, uh, in terms of uh, cinematographers turned directors on their debut films, I don't think it's quite uh, like a Janus Kaminski Lost Souls scenario, but I do tend to wonder what compelled uh wally fister to quit his day job and be like i'm gonna do transcendence as my first feature um because i think that i think the cast is uniformly excellent i think that the acting is good i think that the directing is fine i think everything is 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 totally uh you know adequate and good in this film except for the script is just completely i think just boring and senseless and it creates a lot of really really cool ideas and themes and then it does nothing with them for 2 hours and after 2 hours is up you're kind of just like I-, I guess that was 2 hours and we saw a movie but i honestly <laughs> don't know if it if i could take anything away from it uh I mean especially if you compare it to a movie like uh you know inception which i think that you know even let's say you weren't too keen on inception i think if you watch transcendence you would immediately be like well that film is 10 times more you know it's 10 times better because at least it has idea like big ideas and themes and it executes them an entertaining fashion and i think this movie only gets to the stage where they come up with them but then it doesn't really do anything with it and i think there is a a lot of potential in the film and in the end we're just kind of left with nothing and uh, i honestly don't know if there's anything more to say about this movie than that other than like i said it looks good i think that uh, i think my assessment early on that this felt like a late 90s techno thriller that was 15 years late to the party uh i I think that's true i think that it, it it looks that way it feels that way uh except for maybe you know you know all those movies like like chain reaction and the net and mercury rising they all had that like sense where oh the internet is this newfangled technology, and we have to make a movie around it. And, uh, like, Chain Reaction, I feel like, is the perfect comparison to this movie because it it really doesn't have anything going for it other than, like, I feel like a studio guy or someone got up and pitched and were like, Alright, guys, you know the internet? Well, we're gonna put that in a movie, and then there's water that's bad, and just get Morgan Freeman in it, and then we'll. But the chain dead.
0: reaction was about cold fusion, and what would happen if you figured out a way to power all of the world without, like, needing to burn coal and use nuclear energy and all this stuff. Like it was, yeah, it was somebody I, disrupting the system. To but, I,
2: but don't you feel that like they both had that similar like they had the ideas, but then it was only because we had like this access to this new technology that it was being built around that. And I mean, really there was only like one big action sequence and there was like the money shot just going to be Keanu riding away on that motorcycle. And uh, <laughs> Well, uh, the, a- the
0: action shot of any movie should be Keanu riding away on the motorcycle.
2: <laughs> While uh, the water cold you know, fusion bomb explodes or whatever. But
0: Isn't that uh, how 47 Ronin ends? Yeah it does I think that's
2: how the lake house ended right (laughs) (laughs) It totally did Uh, I mean no so I mean I I just felt like that you know This movie may have a little more uh, Connection to Obviously now that we have So much you know technology Is in our lives I feel like there's yeah like there's A little more going for For transcendence at least Uh, There's a little more going for it In the sense that you know A lot of this stuff will probably be our downfall and um that's what i really liked about you know they brought that kind of stuff up but then like nothing really happened with it so yeah yeah
0: all right steven Steven.
2: so i
1: definitely to start with the positive it it actually makes sense to me that a cinematographer turned director is the one who did this because i did think Visually, the movie had some fairly compelling scenes like it was very clear that the guy behind the camera was trying to Trying to make visually arresting shots. There were a few things not I feel bad even putting these movies in the same sentence but I got I got an upstream color vibe from a few shots that he did here like a few a few of the things felt like trying to be Artistic close-ups of plants and water and things like that and And I didn't think this was a bad-looking movie at all. I, I also did Agree that the acting was fine. I, it, it's really hard to say good acting with a terrible script.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, they did what they could. I mean, M- maybe, maybe it's be-
0: actually incredible acting. Like that's true. The acting, like, it transcends the script itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: No. That that's true.
1: That's true. Cause, Cause the problem. So okay, the the lines are pretty, pretty hokey. But even the character development and stuff in the script, I feel like people, they seem to change motivations and change who they are very quickly (laughs) without much without anything telling me why and i can't imagine a good actor or a bad actor being able to make that suddenly come to life when the script isn't doing it for me yeah um but anyway uh, the main reason i watched this of course was as the artificial intelligence authority of the spoiler warning (laughs) Um, (laughs) and so i watched this with three other friends from stanford who work in ai last night uh in the city and to to be frank like their their use of ai is just pretty ridiculous Uh, (laughs) not not that i would expect too much but at least a, a movie like her chose to not delve into the technical side too much for a good reason because spike jones knew it's only going to get worse if i try to try to give more technical details of how this works exactly yeah, yeah. um it, it was set at berkeley my alma mater the east <laughs> department but of course other than the one flyover shot there's no no berkeley that i've ever seen anywhere in this movie Yeah, like, i'm pretty sure they shot it in la it, it's just a completely different place the university does not look anything like that people aren't all british just because they're academics <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> are, are you sure steven <laughs> i'm the, pretty the sure that's usually how it is
1: <laughs> so the thing so okay i saw it in san francisco which is a tech epicenter so i don't know if other people's experiences were like this but there were a few pretty serious laugh out loud moments in the theater when uh a character would say something and like you would just hear the audience it was a 21 and up show too so people were drinking <laughs> but you would just hear the audience like break out in laughter at a serious line that is uttered by morgan freeman or uh johnny depp um my favorite line actually uh was when she's trying to get johnny depp's character to come to life and she's exasperated and says i've tried everything language processing cryptography coding (laughs) 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 which to pretty much it's just buzzword buzzword programming which is the way you would do anything anyway It reminded me a lot of the CSI
0: This is in real time I'll create a GUI interface using Visual Basic See if I can track an IP address (laughs) Yeah
1: Which maybe maybe Chris will throw the clip in here It it felt very CSI (laughs) uh, Type of writing and even johnny depp when he's talking for one thing every talk he gives is like a dumb ted talk about consider the future blah 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 like and the kind it, of people it, it, here's... that actual researchers <laughs> cannot stand when they talk this way
0: Here, here's the thing though like real fast let me jump in like he only does that one time and in that one scene where he has his ted talk which is what i always refer to it as is his, his ted talk there's no more in that scene than there is in the trailer like Nothing yeah. in that scene communicates any sort of understanding of that character other than, hey, we want to do this thing that I call transcendence. E- essentially, uh, a computer that is self-aware, that has its own personality, would be smarter than anyone who's ever lived. That's the like the biggest concept of the entire film. That is it, and that's all he ever says in his TED Talk. And that is like, like, I personally like listening to TED Talks. But I I want to hear that the person has an idea more than, like, the description of the TED Talk.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that talk, which was supposedly at a university, and, yeah, it it was just
2: ridiculous. They're supposed to be at Berkeley, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're at Berkeley. Yeah, which Uh, I just
2: looked up. They filmed it in Northridge, so. Okay, (laughs) that that makes sense. In L.A., like I thought.
1: Everything, like, it's perfect. It just needs the right input algorithm calling like people attacked advanced artificial intelligence research labs all over the world it's just to anyone who works in the field it sounds ridiculous and uh, as far as the whole fear that carson mentioned like the interesting idea that at one point machines are overtaking people and this is an ethical dilemma we have to worry about this is not an ethical dilemma any of us will be alive to worry about for sure like the state of whatever some dumb companies that are raising millions of dollars right now say no one is even close to intelligence yet so yeah not that the movie needs to be correct about that but whatever fear they're playing towards is not anything a serious researcher thinks will happen in the near future <laughs> um well
2: that's good to know
1: but my my main problem the hokiness It took me out of it because I was laughing and other people were laughing. And at a serious movie, that's not a thing you want to happen, I don't think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. But otherwise, I just thought the pacing of this movie was extremely odd. Like, the beginning moves a little slowly. Then he's rising and you see his development and that's kind of cool. And then in the third act, everything is so rushed and I couldn't even really figure out why things happened why it ended it was like a deus ex machina almost but i couldn't figure out what the what the catalyst for everything was it was just like boom oh yeah the movie's got to finish in five minutes so okay see
2: ya we're done it's like he changed it's like you said it was another character change like at the drop of a hat
1: yeah
0: well the the the, the catalyst is that they're running out of battery so (laughs) they only had five minutes left of battery so the movie had to end in five minutes (laughs) yeah yeah which you people think i'm joking but kind of that's what it was
1: so yeah okay sort of
0: sort well I mean, of. if a character's literally saying i only have enough power to do this
1: yeah but while while he's also building solar panels with his brain i yeah, think he yeah. could spare a little more power
2: I th- he's building it with his gooey dude
0: well if you think yeah. about it every solar power he builds nets him more energy so, it's like, in his head, he computed the math, and he's like, okay, well, if I burn 60% of the energy to get 70% energy back, then really, I've gained 10% energy.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm Sounds I'm good to me. <laughs> d- d- details aside, I thought it was a pretty hokey movie, weirdly paced, clearly done by people who know how to make a visually compelling movie, but with material that was just pretty laughable most of the way through uh chris what did you think
0: all right so uh, when people ask me is the film as bad as all the reviews say it is my reply to them is usually or has been over the last you know two days since i've seen it, is been it's as not good as the like it's i don't think it's as bad as being like a 12 percent of rotten tomatoes it's just not good in any way um uh for me the the main uh, the main sin this film creates is like you know like St- Steven you're talking about how the things are laughable to you that it presents because they're just flat out wrong. For me, I'm fine with things being just flat out wrong as long as the film believes that they're true. Um and yeah. this film never at any point in time convinces me that it even dreams that what it's saying is a possibility or means anything. Uh, and uh, another problem kind of in the same vein is that, like, I'm going to say some things about the, the tech ideas in the film that I actually liked. And they would technically be spoilers if the film was concerned at all with the exposition of what it thinks is happening. But, it, but it, it, the film doesn't care. Like, I can flat out say some of the themes of, of what they bring up. And it's not a spoiler because those themes don't really play into the film and don't really mean anything to the story. They're just, like, some stuff that helps pass the story along. Um, so one of the things that I actually enjoyed, um, and, you know, like, Stephen, you can talk about what- whatever. You can piggyback and say how it's dumb or whatever. But I'm, like, what I liked is that they kind of, uh, just the idea of it anyway. So, like, you know, since we have understood the existence of computers in the brain and electrical signals and crap like that there's always been this idea of like we have the brain we know that it's firing all these signals but where in that does the mind does the self does the soul exist right yeah
1: where does I come from yeah
0: Where does that come from and that is the big question since we've been able to question that question Um, Mm -hmm. and in this film uh, kind of what they're what they're sort of implying is that the reason we, like, you know, Stephen, you said that, uh, you know, we're, we're way, like, tons of years, like, it's way, way in the future before we have to worry about any AI existing. What this film posits is that it's not that we're technologically um, incapable of creating self-aware, intelligent AI. It's that it's impossible to generate the self yourself, if that sentence makes sense. What, what, what they're saying is that we have the technology to maintain a self-aware, a self-aware artificial intelligence, but the gap we haven't been able to supersede is the creating the self itself. So if you can take a self and insert it into an AI, it will, it will continue on its own. So it's like if you, can, if you can monitor and recreate the electrical signals of somebody's brain and their intelligence, that, that self can be copy and pasted into an artificial inc- uh, artificially intelligent computer and continue to run. Um, as far-fetched as that is, that is an idea that is theoretically interesting. I mean, any comments on that, Stephen?
1: No, I can... So that was one of the few things that was interesting. And even my my friends felt the same as they show Johnny Depp's character uploading himself and the idea behind how they try to capture that. Like, they show him reading words in a dictionary and watching how the brain fires on all of them. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, this idea that the bootstrapping problem we haven't solved yet but if you could if you could get around finding where the eye comes from and just basically take a brain and make it more connected i i do say i think that's a slightly more reasonable thing to think could happen yeah still we have no reason to worry about it yet (laughs) no no, yeah
0: (laughs) we we don't but i mean i I at least thought it was an interesting concept yeah i i
1: I think that i think the idea is compelling yeah i think they don't they have a few compelling ideas and basically they throw them out there and then you're done thinking about them yeah Uh, what was my issue they didn't i didn't feel like they took this to a very compelling place yeah but like there's this whole question of is this him or is this not him that pops up a few times in the movie and they don't i guess they answer that kind of they don't they don't really put you in situations where you're deeply confronted with it i mean he seems to do things that are just very evil all of a sudden, which is, like, classic movie scapegoat of, well, let's make it obvious who the bad guy is so we can root for Morgan Freeman again. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, well, I think what's what's interesting is they directly conflict with what they're trying to present of whether that is him or it isn't him. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the film does a few things that says, like, oh well this must be him and then does a few things where it's like oh this must not be him and it's not one of those things where it's an ambiguous gray area it's like there are events that directly conflict with the the quote-unquote truth of whether it's him or whether it's just a a, it's just pin um Mm -hmm. and and like i that was sort of annoying like it, it could have been they could have left it more ambiguous or like i don't know it just the way they try to present that it like i said it's like that is not really relevant to the events that are taking place um they kind of keep that in there so they can try to tack on emotionally resonant things at the end instead of keeping it as a true uh through line um another thing that they um like you were talking about morgan freeman and throwing out lines like um what am i saying okay i try to put my thoughts in order here uh so the scene where they kind of you know the scene, like in the lab, where Morgan Freeman uh, shows what's his face, uh, Killian Murphy, the the video clip of of the TED talk, quote unquote, um, where, where like the guy's like, oh, "Are you trying to create God?" And then the guy, and then yeah, by the
1: way, why did he show him that clip as if that suddenly proved something? That's, that's the I, that thing. That is that scene like, was
0: so stupid to me. That that scene was it was there to prove the the statement I just made that I liked about how like you can't you can copy the signals of the brain and, and replicate a self, but you can't create a self on your own. But those scenes don't relate at all. Like, it's... it's yeah. they ha- Because they had no information, they were like, well, that's the closest thing in the world. Like, you know, maybe he's God now because he said he wanted to make God. <laughs> like, it didn't make sense <laughs> to me. Like, why that scene was being shown there at all. Yeah. But... It, yeah.
1: It, it felt like a... It was a collage of potentially interesting scenes that just didn't actually fit together yeah i I don't know the movie left a really weird taste in my mouth i didn't know how to feel about it i knew like you said i also felt it wasn't good uh like i think the rotten tomatoes metric we were talking about this last night is what percentage of people thought it was more good than it was bad yeah um and i by that criteria 20 percent doesn't surprise me that much that that many people thought this movie is not uniformly good. Uh, But at the same time, there were enough little interesting ideas that I feel like an IMDb rating where you're just averaging what people thought wouldn't be anywhere near that low. Like,
0: I wouldn't
2: give this a 2 out of 10. I would be nicer than that.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um,
2: Yeah, I I think that, you know, the 20% is a little harsh, in, in my opinion. And I think that, you know, I've definitely seen way worse. The fact that something like Divergent has a higher... Uh, rating than this is uh criminal it seems a little lopsided that's for sure i mean I, i like i said i think that there's enough at least they were trying they had some sort of they wanted to explore these ideas and themes but uh they didn't i mean i give it a little cred just for trying but you know just putting it out there isn't exactly uh you know exploring it so I I
1: wonder if when this was in final, you know, post production, um, if her had been seen yet, like if if anybody had already seen what happens in her, because there are a few moments, like one hinting at a surrogate type situation, <laughs> that uh, just drew a parallel to me of how much more well done Spike Jones did it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, than this yeah. movie did it.
0: Well, that's the thing is like what what her does it takes the the like it, it 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 is concentrating less on the technology and more on the uh societal and interpersonal um and ethical aspects of the AI and and like it's it it's like less concerned about the self and more concerned about the us <laughs> like mm-hmm. um it it it's trying to do something much deeper than just present a sci-fi world in which a computer goes rogue um yeah and that's really like even it, if her was less well done it would still surpass it would still transcend transcendence because yeah. it, it is Not focusing on the part that is the weakest about the premise. It's focusing Definitely.
1: on. and it's an it's an example of what you were saying that You are okay with this movie being wrong as long as it's consistent in its own world in the things that it's wrong about yeah um, and with her for instance It was wise to keep it vague, but again. It was also a very consistent view of the future and a view of how these sorts of things happen. And completely orthogonal to what I may know about AI and the state we're in, that movie had a world that you completely believe by the yeah. end of it. Yeah. And this movie, half the time, it seemed to want to be this world right now. I mean, the way they talk about mobile phones and texting seems like it's set in 2014, like not the distant future, really. Yeah. But then there are just things, things that happen and the way... The way equipment develops very quickly and the way science progresses, it's just so clearly not anywhere near 2014. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And and they just didn't really... They didn't try to give me a futuristic world or not. They just tried to... It almost felt more fantasy than sci-fi. It was kind of like the... Like, the way Looper went towards the end, I mean, I, w- I won't spoil it, but that mindset where some people felt like this just jumped from sci-fi to magic, and yeah. a few people didn't like that, this whole movie kind of felt that way. Like, it, it made that jump pretty early on.
0: Well, it's like the, the famous quote or whatever about any significantly advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So, right?
1: Touche. <laughs> Touche, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> well, uh, <okay. laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That's true. <laughs> this, felt, this felt a little much. Also, yeah. I want to know how, how do viruses work in this world? <laughs> <laughs> because they're You just
2: sneeze on it.
1: There, there's a pivotal scene where a virus is put in a physical thing so that when the thing becomes uploaded, everything in the world... Could also get the virus. Well,
0: you're talking about the scene where uh, Malcolm's dad goes to Rebecca Hall and tells them they're like, Hey, you should give him a cold." <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Any, anyway, the the, the technology, like, the, I mean, they have all these ideas. They hint at like the nanobots and how they're being controlled. I guess they all have wireless routers in them. I don't know exactly, uh, yeah. but they the, they have things that try to explain this is what's happening. This is how it's happening. But they really just don't. They chose to show me details that they couldn't live up to, and that that bothered me much more than if they had just not shown it and focused on the person of Johnny Depp, or the, you know, focus only on the ethics. Instead, they tried to make it seem technical, and when they failed at that, it just made me laugh at the movie.
0: Well, like let let me go back and do another comparison to uh, her between her and this film, uh, based on what you were just saying a moment ago. Like, in her, every time that um, Joaquin Phoenix gets on his little earpiece and starts talking to Scarlett Johansson, she has, we'll just call it, you know, she's advanced a little bit from the night before. Um, uh, Like, technologically-wise, we have no clue exactly what's going on, but from, from her personal standpoint, she is doing more and more. So, like, she's off reading and talking to other AI and stuff while you know while he's sleeping and like every time she comes back she's communicating the stuff she's learned and what she's been thinking about while they're away so every advancement in her personality and and what she can do uh, is communicated in a simple conversation and it's completely believable like you don't need to understand how that would work you just go like oh yeah that totally makes sense like I totally buy this in this film every advancement takes place while uh, you know his wife is asleep and the first line in the morning is I made an advancement while you were asleep. I
1: made an advancement today.
0: Yeah, like like or you know, no, I've made a breakthrough. Like it, it's all, it's all oh, <laughs> we had a breakthrough last night, and then it's like, okay, cool. So now we can do this magical thing, and then the next night it's like, oh, we had a breakthrough last night, and, um, like that I, I was is... talking
1: l- last night, my friend who actually works on neural networks, the thing that this movie claims makes all of this happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we 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 were laughing at the disconnect because in the real world it would be something like i made a breakthrough today i got 95% accuracy on captcha <laughs> <laughs> i made a breakthrough i found i found vertical edges today yeah <laughs> but anyway anyway th- that was just a funny little funny little refrain to us so h- but yeah h- it was very on the nose where he's cl- i'm not sure at what pace he's learning or anything he'll just outright say when she wakes up i made another breakthrough
0: yeah, and it's always a significant breakthrough that, like, it could have, she could have woken up and the screen could have flashed two years later. And then if you would have used that line, I'd be like, okay, cool, you've been working for two years. This makes sense. You know I <laughs> mean? Like, just the fact that it's like the advancements that are made are not like, oh, I can now send my transmission over a mile instead of being like half a mile. You know, it's not like some technological advancement that we can grasp. It's like, oh, suddenly. I can use my Jesus power. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh shoot. Okay. The one of the last things I wanted to bring up is is an interesting, uh, an interesting concept that they were brought up that is like literally it takes place during a a conversation in a bar, and it's not a plot point at all. But it was like one of the most interesting uh, aspects of the film that uh, kind of surprised me, um, or it just made me think. Uh, and it's unrelated to the plot, but uh, when the chick from Rift is talking to uh, what's his nuts from Beautiful Mind, um, he, uh, the 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 Rift organization sort of formed, and like their driving force is a paper that that guy wrote on the dangers of of advancements in technology or something like that. So it's like this guy wrote a paper years ago or wh- however long it was that this like. A militant group that is going around murdering whole labs worth of people um and it's like so he's not on the side of that group but their manifesto is a paper that he wrote um and i just like the idea of little like like a tweet that stephen writes on the internet about like you know ups being terrible or something could turn into like the manifesto of some malicious group that goes around (laughs) killing people
1: Its down with brown militia group. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But you know, like isn't like that that to me is is like an interesting thing. Like that in that scene where she's talking to him and she's like, Yeah, like you should be on our side. Like we are doing this because of something that you said. Like, we believe in this this idea that you brought up. I don't know, something about that I thought was really interesting, and the film does absolutely nothing with it, and there's no ramifications for his character when he realizes that he has unwillingly created a monster. You know, besides the other monster that he helped unwillingly <laughs> create.
2: Yeah, it's funny how you could just—that's—you describe the entire movie as like they brought out something I really thought was interesting, but they did nothing with it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and definitely
1: w- true. I mean, even the whole, the whole dynamic between uh, Max and Rift was very strange to me. Like, at, at one point, did it become okay that you killed my friend, and now I'm helping you? I, I I didn't feel that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it, a little bizarre. It it shows us that it happens, but there was no motivation for it. There there also seemed to be hints a few times of some like like romantic or sexual tension between Max and Evelyn. Oh yeah, that for sure. Never is yeah. Nothing happens. It's just no. like a couple scenes that make no sense without that subtext, but then it they make no sense with it because they don't ever do anything with it.
2: No, because, I mean, you totally get the sense that Paul Bettany, when Johnny Depp is, like, in the bed dying, he's just like, I'm totally going to bang your wife, bro, when you die. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you get that feeling, and then, again, nothing happens. But I think what's interesting... Which is sad for everybody involved. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, She only likes the gooey interface. She's all about that. Um, No, but what's interesting... Narratively, this movie is kind of all over the place because starting the movie off with uh, Paul Bettany walking around uh, desolate Berkeley and talking about how you know everything's all poop now and uh, then we flash back five years earlier I mean we already, we already know where the movie's gonna go and I think that the movie isn't compelling enough to make us wonder oh well how did they get there because you kind of got a sense from the trailer that, well, it looks like Johnny Depp is the typical evil supercomputer. and he just wants into Magneto. Yeah, he wants <laughs> to take over the whole world. He's like the lawnmower man, but, you know, better looking. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so we already, like, I already went in thinking that's how it was going to be. And then, you know, so when that came up, I was like, all right, well that I confer it's confirmed that that's how it's going to be. But then the movie wasn't compelling enough to figure out, you know, how we get there. And, and another thing is that they do a lot of, you know, we talked about how there's a lot of jumps, like character jumps where, uh, Evelyn, you know, she's all, all of a sudden like, oh, I love my husband. And then the next scene, she's like, all right, I'll upload the virus. You're just kind of <laughs> like, huh? Like there's a lot of like schizophrenic character changes. Um, that we mentioned, and I feel like they do that with with the narrative too, where you know Paul Bettany is talking to uh, uh, Kate Mara in the bar, who I guess that's what happened to her after she got thrown in front of a subway is that she just turned into a uh, a rift member. Um, you know, she dyed her hair and was like anyway um
0: i like how you do like a mild semi-spoiler and then <laughs> you just like in case you didn't pick up on the spoiler let me I'm say the name of the lead
1: there. actor while we're at him anywho um yeah it could like, be any movie any tv show no true yeah. yeah
2: anyway you know i think it's weird that that um they they sort of kidnap him and then kind of hold him in their little jail cell but rebecca hall doesn't even think twice she's just like she never says like what happened to max she's just like oh you know screw him i'm off to new mexico <laughs> well, what in all
0: fairness max wanted to shut him off and she told him to leave so i don't think she's concerned with what happens to max she probably has no clue that he's been kidnapped mm-hmm.
2: no she didn't but like then after that it flashed two years later and i was just like i guess she just completely forgot about him and didn't care what happened to him
0: well, she has her, her husband Tamagotchi now, so why does she have to care about Max? <laughs> I guess.
2: She was so infatuated uh, with the fact that her husband was, you know, revived. But, uh, no, it just seemed weird that, I don't know, like there, there's a lot of things in the movie where like repercussions of certain actions aren't addressed at all. Like the fact that Johnny Depp is just like, yeah, I made our company like a bajillion dollars, so now we can go build this town and this super awesome underground bunker with like one hillbilly contractor Which, exactly <laughs> hey don't talk bad about clifton
0: collins this... jr
2: <laughs> yeah yeah. clifton it, it, collins and his and his band of like seven crew members yeah like... in
1: two years we're gonna make this massive like nasa sized but <laughs> it, it wasn't it, even
2: dude it wasn't even that like she had the bunker the underground science bunker up and running before they even flashed two years, and then two years later, they had added, like, a shit ton more, but it was just, like, damn, like, they work fast.
0: It, it, it could be worse. They could have been, like, she could have sat down in the bar with him and be, like, I need you to build me a Windows Azure server farm, and I need this to work for my AI. <laughs>
1: Honey, why don't we just use Amazon
2: for a little while? It's going to it's going to scale. <laughs> yeah, where where
0: are you going? To S3.
2: <laughs> but but the the point that I was trying to make was that, you know, he he gets them all this money from, you know, trading on the stock market or whatever, and it's like, don't you think somebody would be like, "Hmm, this is a little fishy?" Like that like none of that stuff ever like comes into play, I feel like. the, the ramifications of these of his act of his early actions Go completely unnoticed by anyone, I think no
1: no action has
2: consequences in this movie. no, is the strange yeah. thing the rift
1: the rift people are never like kate mara is never stricken by
2: guilt with the way they need to do what they do oh well she's a uh, badass dude she's dyed her hair and she's got tattoos <laughs> she's a rebel actually, actually
0: i think i think we're supposed to assume that the hair change is actually all the stress from these acts that she's carrying out because since she hasn't accomplished anything good the weight of having killed all these people and accomplished nothing has removed the color from her hair that's that's uh, right i i <laughs> thought
1: she had become totally. a super saiyan
2: but <laughs> yeah, super saiyan <laughs>
0: Uh well, that's but another yeah, movie I... where she screams for three hours and then she becomes we saiyan.
1: right
2: <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean like, that's what I think the the main point or another big point or flaw of this movie is that yeah, a lot of stuff goes unnoticed, and you'd think that they would have uh repercussions at least
1: yeah, to, to me, a more interesting movie would have had uh there's a point where the FBI agents visit the facilities. And see what uh, Johnny Depp has been working on. Yeah, and he's doing some very night like good things for humanity, uh, healing people, things like that. And to me, an interesting movie would have ended oh. there and seen if people found negative ramifications. But then they had to take an extra step where there's also this hive mind, mind control, clearly, you know, destroying humanity component to it. And I I don't know, at at least I thought it would have been a much more interesting film if they let that be more gradual and see if people people are willing to take the good along with the bad rather than just accelerating in one meeting basically, make everyone realize this is terrible, we have to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. It, It was like they didn't quite have the balls to give us an ethical dilemma, so they just turned it into, oh, he's building an army fight. Yeah. Which is just not as compelling when you don't if you can't make it cool enough, then that is not nearly as compelling as the psychological you know what is the good, what is humanity
2: worth, at what point is science going too far yeah, yeah I, I mean there this movie sacrifices character for plot really it's all about a plot that literally goes, literally <laughs> a plot that goes nowhere. <laughs> Um, Cause I mean, there is a lot of, uh, i it, it. I don't know. Here it wasn't as egregious as uh, Captain America, but there is a lot of the techno babble that we've been talking about, and that's all it seems to be is this characters sitting around talking about exposition that you're kind of not interested in.
0: There, there, there was one more technological thing that like really bothered me the most, and and I, I don't know. You can help me out with this, Steven, but so. They have to build this like underground server farm so they can have enough com- uh, computing power to do you know to do these. I've made a breakthrough overnight, and they need to build a solar field to pull in enough energy to power the server farm. Um, mm-hmm. I, for me, it doesn't make sense how you could build a single server farm large enough that would be more computing power than every computer on the entire planet all being connected to a network and sharing yeah the process i had no idea
1: i had no idea once he uploaded to the internet why he had to localize
2: again like why he had to find one place that didn't make any sense yeah <laughs> i guess they were just trying to to say that you know it, it was a like kind of podunk town that nobody lived in and they were off the grid and wouldn't be bothered. I guess that was their point.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't understand that part. No I thought one, they no wa- one they would want... bother them while they were you know creating all this. They they want the bad guy to have a lair. Yeah, a exactly. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's like
0: in, in the in the trailer when they're um, when uh, what's his face says you know like oh as soon as he connects to the internet he the first thing he's gonna do oh yeah it was like one of the the random riff people he's like as soon as he connects to the internet he's gonna like replicate himself and then it'll be over. Um, Game over, man. I-, I figured that would be like a plot point towards the climax of the film. And it's like, can we stop him from connecting to the internet? But no, it's like, the f- he's like, I'm online. And Rebecca Hall's like, okay, internet. <laughs> i yeah, supposed- right away. supposed to, let me, to my let me order wall. a nicer
1: computer off, off Amazon.
2: Dude, like literally once he, when he first comes alive, I guess, in the computer world or whatever, and says like, hello, are you there? And... Like immediately, Rebecca Hall is like, "We gotta get him online," and you're like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, like, like that didn't take you long. You are not the smartest person, and you're supposed to be. Like, it didn't make any sense.
0: There's also the fact that like, there's a, there's a scene where he's rewriting his own code to fix himself, mm-hmm. but they think that they can just turn off the video camera and the mic and talk without him knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Dude, like, it's
2: science, bro.
0: And he's like, are you there? I'm like, no, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that uh, you can't turn off any of his, like, anything.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, if she didn't go back to uh, wipe the drives, they wouldn't know that he was there.
0: True. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have a movie.
2: I mean, they had to have that dramatic moment. That that maybe would have been a better outcome. (laughs) (laughs) They They wouldn't have had the dramatic moment where Paul Bittany's like, wait, I see something. They, you know, we got to point dramatically at the screen or whatever. Yeah. 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 But you know what's interesting? Was that line, the, the riff line that you said, was that even in the trailer? Because I read this article where Wally Fister said that the the studio blatantly made lines for the trailer to, like, beef up the marketing. Probably because they realized that the movie was boring. Um, so they... Like, one of them was, if you go back and watch the trailer, Morgan Freeman says something like,
1: If we don't stop him, it will be the end of mankind as we know it. Something like that.
2: <laughs> that wasn't in the movie, and I guess, you know, Wally Fister was like, yeah, like, we wouldn't write that. Like, that's all BS. Um, that's just to, you know, make it a little more glamorous, I guess. You know, it's kind of like in what they did with Predators, where... All the dots. Yeah, know, like Adrian the nine thousand laser sights. Yeah, and it was like, oh shit, he's gonna fight all these predators. And in the movie, it was just one. I mean, <laughs> in, uh, they in just... all
0: fairness, that fight would have not lasted long.
2: <laughs> no, he would have been dead. Like, yeah, there's no way he would have escaped that. But um, yeah, like they they did that. So I wonder if that riff line was something <laughs> they added in to make it seem more intriguing than it was. No,
0: no, it it, it no, it, w- it was in the trailer though. Um, or I mean, it, no, it was, I was it it was in both, obviously. Um. But, no, like, so I remember saying, that because I totally thought... Huh?
2: No, I'm saying, was it in totally the movie or only in the trailer?
0: No, it was in the movie, too. Um, oh, okay. I just yeah, it, it was when they're in the the little, like, the little gas station that's run down or whatever that's in the middle of whatever, wherever they're h- hiding rift.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it looked like it was outside of the town that Johnny Depp was... had his lair in.
0: Yeah, it, it was outside of that town. It was, like, their little hiding spot. It's, like, some character that is only introduced in that scene. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, oh, we I...
2: Yeah. No, because I thought it would have been interesting if it wasn't in the movie. That would have seemed like a line cause it, that uh, they were talking about, that they just purposely added into the trailer to make it seem more interesting. Gotcha. But uh... I, do,
1: I do have to give this movie props, by the way, for not becoming Eagle Eye. I was pretty afraid <laughs> that it was going to... I thought it was going to be Eagle Eye for a while, and unfortunately, they didn't go that route.
2: I I will say right now, I prefer Eagle Eye to this movie. <laughs> I've gladly watched Eagle Eye, and I thought that movie was not very good. But at least it uh, at least it was stupid, and it was like committed to being stupid. Although uh, the ending was very stupid.
0: I'm just glad that at the end, at, at you know, in in uh, right before Johnny Depp dies, that his last line wasn't you know at, when he first dies after being shot. Um, uh, at least his last line wasn't Hail Hydra Or anything like that <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know dude That's what happens when um, well, well now we know what happened to The original architect He got fired and he got really pissed off Joined Rift and shot Johnny Depp That's what happened <laughs> yeah, Lucas Haas And another wonderful Christopher Nolan uh, family cameo That's right Yes.
0: All right, well, does anybody it's have all, any it's last? It's
2: all it's all relative.
0: You guys have any last comments about the film? Uh, nope. Carson.
2: Uh, no. I just think that uh, I think it's funny. Like, if uh, you think Christopher Nolan just like patted Wally Fizzler on the back and was like, eh, "It was good," <laughs> <laughs> and then then when he walked away, he was like, "Ugh, you tried, kid." You tried. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why don't you leave the directing to me <laughs> Zing! Uh,
2: oh,
1: yeah. I'm directing this straight to DVD <laughs> oh. uh,
0: my, my last comments on the film are just that I think it would have been much better if it was some sort of marriage between the movie splice and the East if they mm. could have like bounced those um, and that just switch it to be, from bioengineering to like Biotechnical engineering I don't know what the hell is the difference um, But uh, if they could have Just married those two Kind of like Styles and emotions And like You know Keep the plot structure Of Splice With the rift aspect Of The East Then But made c-
2: it more Because inter- uh, again The East was Another movie That had a lot Going for it But didn't execute um, Yeah Yeah
0: Plus we could have Had like an- another uh, Christopher Nolan <laughs> Reprisal By uh, bringing back What's her face Ellen Page she could have right, been yeah. the, the rift leader instead of uh what's her face.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I would buy that. Yeah. But if What's I, her th- face had been the rift leader <laughs> instead of what's her face. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> exactly. I said Ellen Page on the first one, so I figured I could no, reuse what's her face, your face later.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh I, I, I do agree that we, we do need more, more movies like Splice. I think uh this movie could have used some uh some human on human animal
0: inside
1: you (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: on that note uh what do you say we get to our verdicts guys Mm. all right all right so carson if you're going to give this a must see a recommend with a caveat wait for rental pass with a caveat or must avoid what would you give it
2: i'm gonna give it a pass i simply because like i said i've seen far worse um and uh i give them credit for at least trying like they 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 brought up some ideas and themes that were you know inherently interesting but uh you know then they just did nothing with them so yeah um yeah i'm gonna give it a pass and uh i hope that if mr fister decides to direct a movie again that it's uh has a much better script than this
0: one cool steven
2: i've got to echo that sentiment pass
1: with a caveat i i almost wanted to say must avoid but i can't honestly say that i I thought it was fine i actually didn't other than the few laughs i got from lines i didn't find much to hate while i was sitting through it like i'm i'm happy that i watched it i didn't regret seeing it or anything yeah um it didn't live up to any of the potential of its cast or its initial premise but it was still a it was mildly thought provoking maybe it didn't do thought provoking things but at least had ideas that you could have a decent conversation about later yeah and it, it it's nice to see a movie try to do something moderately original it it could have been much more of a cheesy rip off of other sci-fi genre things than it chose to be so pass with a caveat caveat being don't expect good but you could still have a fine time watching it
0: yeah i'm going to give it a pass with a caveat also it's a similar thing. The caveat is that it's not quite as bad as the 12% Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, you know even even the 20% might not be um, the you know the most accurate thing. It's just not good. It's not groundbreaking, but it's not it's not absolutely terrible. It's it's mostly just a wasted opportunity and a lot of great people um, coming together to make a product that is just not that great. <laughs> yeah um, i, I yeah. feel
1: i would believe like 50 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah. yeah
0: 45 50 like that that's about right mm-hmm. um, yeah
2: that seems a little more accurate
0: and I, and I think that you know like you you said Stephen, that it, it, it you know both both of you said that it, you know it sort of brought up some things that are worth talking about after the fact um they're at least interesting ideas i almost feel like the movie didn't even know that it brought those things up like It accidentally created stuff that could be used to have an interesting conversation after the fact Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but the film itself isn't it's not even really concerned with the fact that those things were introduced Um, so if you are having those conversations after the fact it's really all on you not on the film for doing that (laughs) so yeah I
2: think we added more depth than the film did by talking about it
0: yeah more Johnny depth
1: yeah, I was going to say <laughs> the same joke.
2: <laughs> Damn you,
0: Chris.
1: Swish. Yeah, I got it out there. <laughs>
0: all right, well, that is the end of the review, guys. Uh, hey, or... Do you,
1: do you want to hear something uh, funny first? Okay, go ahead. Something funny. I'm, I'm just on the IMDb page, and I have evidence that the IMDb uh, movie recommendation system does not work at all. Uh-oh. Because people who like Transcendence also liked... Grand Budapest Hotel,
2: <laughs> Twelve
1: Years a Slave, American Hustle, Labor Day, and Saving Mr. Banks. These are all the same movies. <laughs> Yikes. Yes. So if you liked any of those movies,
2: so if you liked You should a, probably check out Transcendence. If you liked a grueling, hard look at slavery, if you'll you liked, love artificial intelligence, stupid thriller transcendence. If you liked Citizen Kane or The Godfather, <laughs> you... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I mean this film does involve slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way oh
1: uh, yes yeah, tie it into grand budapest i dare you um,
0: um uh i got nothing <laughs>
2: well johnny depp was originally supposed to be ray fines's part in grand budapest so f you imdb <laughs> take that
0: <laughs> all right oh, nice. well um Yeah, so now we are at the official end of the episode. Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
2: Uh, You can uh, go to uh, practicalcandy.wordpress.com. It's updated very frequently.
0: Cool. Stephen.
2: You can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller,
1: facebook.com slash sdavidmiller, or sdavidmiller.com.
0: People can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash IRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning to figure out when these episodes go live or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW That's 760-575-4879 Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Transcendence, so Hopefully you're enjoying that more than we all enjoyed the movie, and uh, yeah, that is the episode. So thank you guys for uploading yourselves into the computer so we can record this week.
1: Yes, you, I would do it again in a
2: heartbeat. <laughs> it just feels so good to be connected with all of you right now. Yes, I am Cyber Christ. And <laughs> is
0: that? Uh,
2: can't wait to have cyber sex with my wife. <laughs>
0: Probably, they wanted everybody. they wanted it to happen
2: in this movie. Johnny Depp was like, I'm building my you know, surrogate man. I put I put metal things all over his forehead. I hope you're into that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can create it to look any way I want and I put metal stuff all over his shaved forehead. <laughs>